We will go ahead and get started with our post-qualifying press conference, joined now by Danica Patrick, driver of the number 13 GoDaddy Chevrolet for Ed Carpenter Racing, who qualified seventh for next weekend's 102nd running of the Indianapolis 500, presented by Pangrade Motor Oil. Danica, an exciting Fast 9 shootout that we just saw. Are you happy with where you qualified? I was just happy to be in the top nine yesterday, so yeah, today's just uh, finishing that off. So I actually thought that I would be much more relaxed today, just kind of knowing that we weren't doing anything too crazy and we, um, you know, nothing to lose really, essentially. Other than, of course, if something really goes wrong, anything can happen out there. Um, other than that, at 230-some miles an hour. So, um, but I was, I was pretty nervous. I was actually really nervous. Um, you know, in an Indy car, um, it's either boring or you change your drawers. Like, that's, like, how it is. So, um, you hope it's boring. And it was pretty boring. So um, as far as a run goes, to be going as fast as you can possibly go. So yeah, it was, it was pretty comfortable. So um, I'm grateful for that. And uh, I said to my engineer, Don, on pit road, I said, we're, we're pilots. You know, we're, we're there in case something goes wrong. But other than that, everything should be pretty predictable and pretty boring up there. So um, like, you know, your pilots are just ready for emergencies. That's what we're doing in the car. We're ready for when the thing gets, you know, understeers or oversteers. And you're there for it. So luckily, everything was pretty good. When you made the announcement last fall that you would be competing in this race, the team announcement actually <coughs> came a little bit later. Were you, are, are you, what has Ed Carpenter Racing brought to you and, and this opportunity for you? How happy are you that you ended up with them as a team? Even more now. Like, I mean, I was, you know, it was, I mean, the way it went, you know, there wasn't a spot available. And there was a spot, then there wasn't a spot available, and then there was. And um, so when it came back, I, I mean, I pretty much just, you know, worked the deal out myself. I mean, I called Ed, and I told him how much I wanted to do it. And, um... He already knew that, but, you know, I, I mean, I really, that's what it takes, you know. I, I, I didn't really care about the business side of it all that much. I mean, I just knew that I was going to be in a good car, and that's what mattered to me. Um, and, of course, sort of honoring what I had already done here, which was be able to run up front. And uh, so that was what was really important to me, nothing else. And so, um, so Ed's been fantastic from the beginning. So again, you know, even though he's of course qualifying on the pole by a mile and, uh, and, and, and racing in the race, but he's also running the business and he was, he's been really good at, um, managing both. And, uh, so I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for, uh, all the people involved because it's, um, you know, it takes a team, especially right at this point with all, with qualifying and with everything from projecting the, you know, balance shift with uh, track temp, ambient, humidity, wind, gears. Like, I mean, there's so many numbers flying around in those engineering rooms that go right over my head, but, um, but that, that, that people are managing. So he has an incredible team of, of really good people. And, um, you know, as I've said to many people, there, there are people on the team that I had worked with in the past in IndyCar. So, you know, there was a comfort in that as well as a comfort of just knowing that they knew what I could do and uh, that they had confidence in me. So, um, yeah, incredible, though. How about Ed? That's awesome. I mean, he, uh, he deserves it. He works really hard and... Um, they pushed 
pushed hard and practiced to, to get ready to sit on the pole. Absolutely. Questions for Danica? Yes. Danica, now that qualifying is over, what are your thoughts as you head to your final race? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, some people were asking that on pit road right after I got out of the car. I'm like, guys, I mean, it's been minutes. Like, I am not really thinking about that yet. Uh, so, and I'm still not really. I mean, I, I basically sat on pit road and watched everyone qualify and sat there and said good job to everybody and went down and saw Ed and came up here. So, not really putting a lot of thought to that yet, um, but that is what we worked on until Friday. I mean, we did that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we made two runs on Friday in qualifying trim, one run yesterday, and then there was like a two-minute conversation uh, earlier this afternoon about tomorrow. But as far as the race goes, we're, you know, just going to get ready for the, for the group running tomorrow, um, which I'm sure – while we feel warm and fuzzy right now, or going really fast, you hold it wide open, you know, everything's great. Tomorrow's gonna be a whole different day. I mean, it's gonna be chaotic, and there's gonna be a lot of cars, and there's gonna be a lot of people complaining about not being able to turn. So, um, it's, uh, you know, tomorrow will be a big day to um, hopefully make one really good change to get it to turn, and then fine tune. I mean, that's really, I feel like, what tomorrow is for. Um, so, uh, but I, uh, I, it has crossed my mind that in a week, like a, this morning I was like, in a week I'll be getting ready. And then a little bit this afternoon I was like, in a week, nope, I think I'll still be out there. And, uh, in a week, yep, it'll be done from now. So, hey, I mean, it's crossing my mind that there's only a week left. But other than that, not really thinking about it. Tony? Danica, you knew a lot of people within the team, um, but Spencer's somebody new. I was having the chance to work with him for the first time. What's he been like, and how valuable has his feedback been um, since he's one of the newer drivers? Well, we joke around that we actually haven't even heard him speak yet. He's a quiet boy. And I say boy because I'm quite old now. Um, although Don, my engineer, calls me a young lady, and I am thankful. I told him, thank you for calling me young lady, and then he reminded me, Dear, it's all relative. So I, I'm reading between the lines. I get it. Um, but he's been very nice. I mean, you know, Spencer, I mean, in all honesty, he's been uh, really, really nice. Really very, um, I feel like he's soaking up information too. I mean, he's younger. But, um, but I've asked him a few questions and, you know, he's been helpful. So uh, I, I really like him. I think he's very talented. Bruce? A lot of people look at the four lap runs around here as the four most intense laps of their lives. But you actually seem to enjoy it. You're never going to get to do this again. So when you look back and think about it. I'm not crying that, my eyes. Something <laughs> in it. But when you, think it really of, does. when you think about it, I mean, you don't ever have to do this again. You don't have to lay it out you on know, the line and, and, and go for it. Are you going to yeah. really miss that? Um. I think I was literally, uh, was literally, uh, you know, just talking about this, and uh, I said how that it's really hard to be having fun when you're this nervous and stressed out, and um, and that I'm glad it's going well. It adds pressure, um, 
and I get more nervous. The better it's going, the more nervous I get because the more I feel like I have the potential to then let down the team or myself or somebody, you know what I mean? Let let down the potential of the car. Um, so uh, so it makes me makes me more on the line, of course. Um, but uh, then I sort of followed it up by saying that, like, I won't miss. I don't think I'll miss too much that how nervous you get and how uncomfortable. I'm not going to miss that discomfort. And it's a lot. Like, it's, you know, you have a knot in your stomach for a while. And, uh, you know, there's really not a lot of things that get that much of a rise out of you. Not that I do anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, it's, uh, but fortunately those moments also have, you know, given me some of my most memorable moments as well. So, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be something I miss about it, but uh, the discomfort, I won't. <laughs> Any other questions for Danica? Yes, George. Danica, you said the other day that racing has gave you everything. It's gave you a lot of fame and fortune. It's made you who you are, and it's going to make you even maybe grander after you leave here. How is it like to be a celebrity and to the date Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers? Oh, there it is. Um... I can't wait to go to Lambeau. I was a Bears fan. Look, I've, uh, I've, I've known Aaron for quite a while, and I always told him I'd cheer for him. And um, as I said before, I'd cheer for him. I just didn't want his team to win, right? But now, of course, I cheer for the whole team. And, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, it's, it's nice. We have a lot of, obviously, things that we can compare and contrast in our worlds of being visible people and uh, everything from the fan side to the media side to the business side to just the, the juggling of all things. So, you know, the emotions of it all. Um, so actually it's been really nice and really helpful and even this last transition of just reminding me of, of little things along the way. So um, he was at a golf tournament in South Carolina, so uh, he said he was going to he thought he could make it back to Green Bay before qualifying, and then when I heard that he was done, he texted and said he was done playing, and then I was like, I don't think, you, you, yeah, I'm going to be out there in an hour, so I don't think you're going to make it back, so he stayed at the hotel and watched it, so, um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's great. Danica, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Thank you. I believe our next driver up will be Will Power. We now welcome Will Power to the press conference driving the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet and starting third in next Sunday's 102nd running of the Indy 500. Well, first of all, congratulations, a front row start for you heading into next weekend's race. How pleased are you with your performance today? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, we went out and practiced after making a big change overnight and it was completely wrong and the car was just like, I lost all my confidence because I was having, you know, so many moments. And uh, so we had to go back on that and just kind of take hope the car would return to where it was. And it did. The car was pretty stuck, could have trimmed out more. There's no way I was ever going to do what the, the speed ed does. Like, it's just impossible. Questions for Will? Yes, Bruce. This one's not very, is, this, is this working? 
That's how I'm going to have to talk. Look. Do you ever think back and wonder if, say, you had gone out same conditions that Elio went out yesterday, you might have had a better idea, been a little bit higher up into the field, which would have given maybe you guys a different outlook, approach, platform for today, or do you just take it as it came? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing you could do about, uh, yeah, yesterday. I mean, the conditions were very different. Uh, yeah, I don't. Th yeah, it would have been better to go out at the end. There's no question. The track was a little cooler. Um, would have known what time. Done, so you probably would have trimmed, just taken the risk because you would have been like, well, you know, that's such a big number. We got to do something. Yeah, yeah, it always helps to get information. Other questions for Will? Yes, Chris. Uh, Willie, you've appeared in every Fast 9 shootout that they've uh, had here at the Speedway. How has participating in that changed for you through the years? More pressure, less pressure? Uh, yeah, that doesn't work either. Um, yeah, it just depends on how the car is. Like, when it was... There we go. It's much better. I'm sick of yelling into mics. Um, yeah, Last year, it was just terrible because you could trim the car so much. It was so on edge. Um, after practice today, I was pretty nervous because the car was pretty edgy, but it was pretty stuck. So you never know. But if it's a situation where the car's just stuck, it makes it, you know, more comfortable. It's, uh, yeah, when you're not sure around this place, it's really, can be really uh, daunting. Well, you said uh, you were just never going to be able to put the speeds up that Ed was. Can you can you tell us more about that and why why not? <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, I no, I don't think so. I mean, I I don't know what else I can you could take off the car that would make a mile an hour. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, Ed's got something good going there, <laughs> and obviously doing a good job over the four laps. But yeah, um, I would have said two days ago for sure because I did a 29.7 by myself, and I I don't know what happened. Like I kind of, kind of like it's just a strange place like that. You know, I don't know if it's gusts of wind or or what it is. It's just the smallest of details matter at that speed with the arrows so you know you get a five mile an hour gust of wind and you're going to go pretty you know it makes a big difference i saw that with elio you look at the data you know his speed yesterday was all from a gust of wind on the back of the straight you know or just a bit of a tailwind so but i can that's not you know what made ed fast i mean they, they had he had a very good car and did a great job um so yeah we'll just have to focus on the race now i think we've got very fast race cars Bruce? Speaking of which, um, the only thing missing from your career is an Indy 500 victory. You're real positive with the new car, how it's going to drive in the race. So what's your outlook? Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be good. I think it'll be good racing at the front. Like, 
you know, like top three will be switching positions constantly. And, you know, if it's a really hot day like this, I think that you'll see people spread out a bit more, but, you know, that you can't help that. Um, but at the front, there's no way. Like, it's such a big draft. Like, no one's ever going to drive away. Like, it will be the switching of leads like it always is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been through a lot of different setups, so I've got a very good idea of what makes a car work and what doesn't, what, how it is in big traffic, how it is in light traffic. So we'll have a good think about it, get some miles tomorrow and uh, make the best, you know, most tunable car during the race because you've got you to be able to work on it as you go along because, you know, obviously the wind changes, the track gets hotter and such. Any other questions for Will? Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. Joined by Simon Pagano, driver of the number 22 Menards Team Penske Chevrolet, who will start second in next weekend's Indianapolis 500. Simon, congratulations. Are you happy with how things went today in qualifying and where your teammates ended up as well? Yeah, yeah, of course I'm happy. I mean, unfortunately, I'm the first loser, but <laughs> I'm still, uh, I'm still happy. I think it's um, it's a phenomenal job from Chevrolet. First of all, um, what an incredible uh, return! You know, they turned the table. And, uh, you know, it's incredible compared to last year. The improvement that was made, and uh, you know, I can't say I can't thank them enough for. The progress and, and the hard work that they've put in this winter, it, it's been incredible. Uh, and it's, you know, being able to overtake like that another manufacturer by two steps is just um, it's phenomenal. So um, thanks to them. And obviously, I think the prep that Tim Penske put in is, is phenomenal. If you look at all four cars, the performance is, uh, is almost equal. And I don't think you can say that of a lot of teams on the paddock. So everything went well. Uh, we just didn't have that 230. Uh, that Ed uh, pulled out of his hat. Um, congratulations to them for such a great job. It is where it is. Uh, we're starting in a really, really good position. I'm really happy for John Menard as well. Uh, and his support here is, uh, is tremendous. So he's going to be, I'm sure, very happy tonight. This, this qualifying format, it's so much like a race weekend in itself. So much attention is put on, on qualifying well for the race next weekend. Is it hard to shift gears and realize, okay, now that I've, it's, I've just gotten past this, now I have to prepare for what, what's really important? Yeah, beginning of the week, we worked on race setup only, and, uh, and it was good. And then we shifted to uh, qualifying setup um, before Fast Friday because we were worried about rain, possible rain, which didn't happen. Um, so, so we've had time to prepare for quality for sure. And now it's definitely tonight we're going to have to switch our mind back to race pace and try to make the car as good as possible in traffic. The advantage is, is um, we're starting up front and I think that's the ideal position for a good race uh, and executing. Obviously pit stops are going to be very important, um, but, uh, but when you start up front here it makes a big difference like you could see um, when I ran up front all uh, 2015. So, um, so I think it's, um, it's a really, really um, promising situation. Questions for Simon. Bruce. I know that uh, you're focused on your effort and uh, on your teammates' effort, but as a competitor, how much respect level can you have for Ed Carpenter? Just every year he comes to the Indianapolis 500, and he's among the fastest guys. He's now a three-time pole winner here. 
Yeah, it's a um, great job to, to that team. You know, they they understand this place very well. They, they obviously uh, know how to get speed out of these cars and uh, they definitely um, understand something great. So uh, congratulations, that's what I can say. I can I only know what we do and, and how, how much we've been working on it ourselves. And uh, it's looking from us at outside is, is sometimes unfair. So um, I just focus on our deal and, and, and I can say when we've done a good job and, and I appreciate that. Uh, Simon, you qualified on the front row in 2015 with a newer Aero kit. Now you're dealing with the Universal Aero kit for 2018. What were the kind of pressures you had to deal with knowing that it was an entirely new body style both times, and you, yet you got onto the front row both times? I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. How the pressure today was the same in 2015 when we had an entirely new package to deal with, a new body style, and a bunch of new things to deal with, with a new team as well. And Penske, that was your first year with Team Penske. Yeah, I think the, um, you know it's a similar situation. I think every year you find yourself in different modes. Obviously, last year we didn't have a shot at the pole. Um, the other years I've been here, I've always pretty much been in the fast nine most of the time. Uh, but this year, I really felt like I had a I had a real shot. I think 15, we we would have had a shot too if we didn't have the road change at the end, right before qualifying, because we had a really fast car. Uh, but um, Today I really thought we, we had a shot and uh, <laughs> last night last night we looked at everything with my mechanics to try to find speed on the helmet, on the on the mirrors, trying to lower my seat. I mean we we did all sorts of things to try to, to gain anything out of it. It's just a, it's a good group good group effort and uh, that's when, when you do well like this it's uh, it's fun. Other questions, yes, Tony. Simon, uh, today's run was fine, but can you flash back to yesterday's run for a second? Because I think there was rain at the end of your run or close. Uh, how was that to finish? Stressful. Uh, I, f I was finishing my run. I could see some drops, and I was praying for the yellow not to come out. And with the luck I've had this year, I was like, the yellow for sure is coming out before. The moment I cross start finish, the yellow is going to come out. My laps are going to be canceled. But uh, with the power of positive thinking, it didn't happen. So... Uh, that was fantastic. It just felt like a really good run, and um, I knew that uh, we would be in the fast nine if we could just finish. So, um, yeah, it was. I guess it was a blessing. Other questions for Simon? Simon, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much.